0: All right, welcome to Iron Bell Ministries. I'm Stephen McCorder and I'm here with Tyler House.
1: House. <laughs> Hello, everyone.
0: S- with a Z. I don't know why I always want to do like house. It's not house. Um, so, anyways, man, thanks for coming on. Tyler okay. is like our residential, amazing person. He basically just hangs around and does amazing things. No. Um, Tyler is one of the worship leaders here at Iron Bell Ministries. He also. Helps do all kinds of stuff here. He's kind of like he's like an administrative person here. So he's got the part of the brain that no one else apparently (laughs) has here. (laughs) I'm like, uh, you don't want to see me try to balance a checkbook. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, no. We so so it's been so great um, getting to do life with you here and get to spend time and get to know you uh it's been amazing because you're quite frankly very easy to get along with person well i try might be that actually secretly you're a serial killer but it's either that or you're actually really a nice person we'll
1: go with the serial killer (laughs) okay Uh,
0: (laughs) anyway so you know uh as you and i we've been getting to know each other you told me a little bit about your story and kind of where you've been in life and uh i think there's some aspects to it that I feel like it's something that people really connect with, um, because I connected with it, and it's yeah. an aspect of God's nature um, that is one that I think people desperately need to be reminded of, and it's that God is a God who sees and cares hmm. uh, that we're not overlooked. And I love your story because it's it's not like just it, it, it's it's one of those kind of stories that anybody could experience this, and and it's 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 like. A thing that so many people experience and don't even talk about yeah um, but it's secretly one of those things that about God that people are afraid to say out loud like I feel like God
1: doesn't notice me yeah um, tell me a little bit about kind of what you walked through yeah well I walked through a season uh, not too long ago I was working uh, you know I was working in a job that I felt like I was unfulfilled it wasn't where I was supposed to be I felt like I was supposed to be somewhere else and I felt just kind of stuck where i was um so i was kind of going through the motions of in and out clocking in and out yeah and where i was working and really was struggling with the thought and the aspect of his character of does god really see and does he really care about my current situation that i'm in yeah and even the bigger picture does he care about me in general like am i seen by him and so you know, I was, I was going doing my day-to-day thing and doing ministry outside of my workplace and praying with people, and even to the point of praying, like, the Lord sees and cares about your situation. He sees and cares about you. But in the back of my mind, there was this little thought of, you know, I, had, I don't really believe that. I don't believe that uh, He really sees and that He really cares about me. And, you know, I had realized that I had bought into that lie. Mm-hmm. And bought into the lie and agreed with no, he he doesn't see, he doesn't care about my situation. And so I began to I began to base my I guess my belief system of of that aspect of who he is and kind of being okay with it. Kinda mm-hmm. got to the point where I was so far um in that lie that I was believing that he didn't see he didn't care. And so it was kind of um controlling my Controlling my life to a point um, where I was just kind of bitter and kind of angry and mm-hmm. just s- felt super unfulfilled where I was. You know, that's good, man. There is this like
0: insidious thing about those those things about God, those lies that sink in um, that we make agreements with. Yeah, like you said, you know, you really kind of made an agreement with this thing. He said, "Yeah, God doesn't see me," and you don't even say it out loud. It's yeah. something that's so deep going on inside of you you don't even say it out loud but you
1: you feel it yeah well i got to a point too where i didn't even know i didn't even know that i did agree with it until it was so far kind of spiraled out of control that it had to get to that point where i was like oh man i i've agreed with this
0: yeah you know like if somebody had said to me years ago when i was battling with like is god for me i would have said i don't believe that god's not for me but You could tell when I would get in situations where somebody said, hey, this opportunity's opened up, and I'm like, "Ah, it's not going to work out. It's never going to work out. Sure. Because in my heart, it was God doesn't want me to have good things. He's not for me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And
0: it's the same thing with God doesn't see, and he doesn't care. Yeah. So I'm just going to settle for this. Whatever this is, I'm going to settle.
1: Yep. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, and I guess this is is what he has for me. I guess Mm -hmm. this is how I'm going to live my life based on. Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah, walked a, walked a journey with the Lord of um, slowly but surely kind of getting to that place of believing mm-hmm. that He does see and He does care. And, you know, it got to a point where there were some really, really rough days um, and just was just super bitter and getting, getting jealous of other people and seeing that they were where I wanted to be and I wanted to be doing what they were doing, but I was stuck in this place and just really crying out to the Lord of, do you see? And do you care about me? Do, I, mm. I'm right here, like kind of like a little kid, like waving his hands around, going, <laughs> That's good. "Hello, I'm over here." Yeah. Um, and he brought me to this, um, the chapter in Psalms 139, and it, a lot of you probably know it. Um, but starting in verse 13, it says, "For you created my inmost being; you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful; I know full mm. well." My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Mm-hmm. And 17 was the, um, was the one that I camped on for a while, which, um, how precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. And you know, when I read that, um, something started to click in my heart that, the God that, um, that David is talking about in Psalm 139 was not the God that I was believing. Mm. That, uh, the God that doesn't see and doesn't care wouldn't care about um, your frame, wouldn't have created your inmost being. He wouldn't be thinking about you. And so as I begin to just kind of camp out on 139, 13 through 17, and especially 17, the Lord, um, it started to connect with my heart that Mm. he does see and he does care and you know it took a while I would take that verse and dissect it and say you do care you do you do see and you do care about me and you know I was saying it out of out of my mind and that I was you know I was gonna I was just gonna pray it even when I didn't believe it but there was a moment that I was praying it and I can the fog lifted um and at that moment I I really believe that I connected and kind of um, experienced the, the God that sees and the God that cares in that moment. Mm. And it was through Psalm one thirty nine seventeen, 17, thinking about how precious to me are your thoughts that, that he thinks about you. Mm. And he does not only think about you, but the vastness of the thoughts that he has for you, are, you, you can't number them. Mm. You can't number them. And so thinking about that, that connected with my heart, um, and I, I I began to see myself differently and mm. began began to see him um, differently when that started to connect with my heart.
0: Man, that's good, dude. I you know, it's like I was thinking about um you know in Genesis sixteen it says that, you know, Hagar is is told to leave camp yeah. by, by Abraham and Sarah. Because uh, of Ishmael, and now Isaac had come, the promised son, and Ishmael's like, you're out of here, Hagar, you're out of here. You probably couldn't have felt more overlooked. Hmm. And they cast them out, and she is crying because her son's basically going to die. They're out in the middle of nowhere, and she's crying, and I love how God reveals himself to her. And it says that in that place, the Lord makes this promise to her and to her son, and Reveals himself and it says that she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her in that place You are the God who sees hmm. for she said I have I also here seen him who sees me hmm. And it's that whole thing of like God always is watching us and always cares about what's going on with us yeah. uh, Our experiences and our feelings can really deceive us um, in this world, but he is a God that is gracious and he shows himself and he reveals himself to us. He yeah. wants us to know Absolutely. that he sees and that he cares. And I think even in your life, you started to experience some freedom in that as you just did adoration, really, in some ways, you just really focused and camped out on the character of God sure. in his word yeah. and started declaring it over your life until your your mind was transformed. The Romans 12, yeah. you know, you begin to renew your mind just in the thoughts of God and Cause of that, I think you started to see some things in
1: your life actually change. Sure, yeah, I saw. Um, I was still working in the, the same place that I was, and, but kind of started to see. I start. I started to see my um, coworkers differently. I started to see the people that I came and interacted with differently. I became and saw myself differently, mm-hmm. and slowly but surely, and kind of as I was walking this out with the Lord, and like um, step by step. Things and doors started opening mm. of that I was gonna walk into um, what I what I feel like is a part of my calling and what the Lord's called me to do. Um, and I don't think I would have gotten to that place if I wouldn't have walked through that season with him of mm. seeing him as the guy that sees and the guy that cares. Yeah. And I think he wanted to bring me on that journey with him and wanted me to find like to find him find him in that journey find him in that season in the midst of the the fog and um the confusion that he wanted me to find him in the midst of all that and that for myself and that would connect with my heart we talk a lot about here the -hmm. 18 inch journey from your your head to your heart and that's the journey that i was on yeah and to get it connected with my heart and once it started to connect and i started begin to walk it out and it Mm. was a It was a step by step kind of day by day, yes by yes. You are the guy that sees and cares, and you know I've had some days since then that I've had to fight and had to Mm -hmm. that you can you can feel that Mm -hmm. that kind of lie trying to say I want I want to come back in. Like, does he really see? Does he really care? Yeah. And but being able to stand on that and be able to like stand on his word and stand on and look look at him in the eyes and say you are the god that sees and cares and i was never able to do that
0: so when you were in that place where you're kind of that job and you felt unfulfilled and you kind of felt overlooked first what the lord wanted to do is you wanted to transform your character sure. in that place sure not just change your circumstances he mm-hmm. wanted to transform your character in that place and not too long after during that time you got a call um if it's okay that i say that yeah sure um to be a juggler. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish. The same job. If I'm, if a I'm a terrible, terrible, I, can't, life, I can't do that. Save my life. Do you wish you could really juggle, really? There's things I wish for. Juggling isn't one of them. <laughs> I mean, it'd be kind of cool to do. If I get one wish, it's... yeah. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, So anyways, you know, in that time, you know, you got a call from from Greg Diedrich here at Iron Bell Ministries, Yep. uh, because we were funny. It's like, you're in this place, like, God, do you see and do you care? So let me just, let's cam out. Let's let's take the Mm -hmm. camera back, okay, (laughs) from this scene and take it back. While you're doing that, what you don't know is somewhere else. God has put Tyler Howells on the heart of some people in a room who are sitting around going, we need somebody to help us here do administrative stuff because we're a bunch of knuckleheads (laughs) and we need somebody that we like. And, uh, somebody said Tyler house. And it was so Hmm. random. I didn't even know you then. It was so random. And we were like, okay, yeah, Tyler. And so while you're over here going, God, does anybody see and care? And you're, he's transforming your character about that. Mm -hmm. He's put you on someone's heart. Yeah. And we called you not too long after that and asked you if you want to come on here.
1: And so you were able to step out, step out of where I currently was and be able to step into something um physically but also spiritually into mm-hmm. something that I felt like was fulfilling and that yeah. was I was stepping into part of who I was created to be yeah um in my calling
0: and I will say this too so I can say this as a um you know somebody else someone that's not you I <laughs> 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 uh, I'm a Yeah, I'm really good. I would say, anyways. So, I see you. It wasn't God wasn't like, oh, you have a lifelong dream to be an administrative assistant, Tyler. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you out of this. I'm bringing you out of Egypt into the land of um, crunching numbers and taking care of calendars. You know, no, it was like uh, you know, hey, I'm bringing you into this place where it's gonna start like that. Mm-hmm. But you are an anointed worship leader, bro. Mm-hmm. You have an amazing voice and an mm-hmm. amazing ability to stir an atmosphere in mm-hmm. worship and draw people into the presence of God. I've witnessed it and been been around it, and uh, that's obviously part of your calling. And that's what's yeah. amazing is here. Uh, I feel like you came in as administrative assistant and immediately started doing worship nights here. Yeah. Which actually, just going back when Greg and Shelley first started doing the barn here. Um, years ago you did the very first very first
1: worship night that was in the barn and there was like what five people (laughs) could have been could have been In Jesus. Including the Dietrichs. (laughs) Yeah, uh,
0: but still, that's cool, right? It's just full circle. But um, how awesome is that? So God sees you in this place, hears Mm. you, and cares about what you're saying. So much so that it's not instant gratification. It's not like, well, Tyler, I'm going to fix everything overnight so you're okay. Um, It's, no, let's work on this part about you trusting me in this place. While that's going on, I'm behind the scenes putting you putting you on the heart of people, my mm-hmm. other people, and I'm going to call you into this new land and in this new time of your life, this new mm-hmm. season, and it's going to lead you into, I believe, what uh, in some ways a desire of your heart. Yeah. I think to yeah. to if I'm not, I don't want to oh, speak no, for you. you yeah, absolutely um, to worship something you're gifted at, mm. and so God doesn't just go, I'm gonna give you a better job. No, he's not about that with us. He sees and cares about the desires of our hearts, hmm. the deepest desires of our hearts. Cause what's going on in that place where we wonder if God sees and cares is, is that desire is not is not the oxygen. It feels like it's getting choked out of yeah. it. And yeah. and that's what's happening. God put that desire there. Yeah. And I was talking with somebody just this morning actually about this about the desires of our hearts get distorted. You know, um, and we forget to stop with God and go, God. What is the desire of my heart mm. that you put there at its purest place? Because I want to pray for that with yeah. you. Because you're already Jesus. You know Hebrews says that Jesus is before the Father, interceding our behalf. I believe that part of what He's interceding our behalf is the fulfillment of our desire that He put there, the purest yeah. desire, which is our destiny. It's yeah. all of that stuff. So we feel unfulfilled in those places sometimes uh, one, you know, God wants to transform first off character, prepare a character for our destiny. Yeah. Second off is that he wants to, uh, reveal to us, chisel away all the garbage and reveal to us the deepest core of the desire that he put there. So like for me, if I was years ago, it was like, I want to be a musician, uh, or a rock star because I like music or whatever. When I was younger, uh, at its core was the desire to glorify Him with music. Yeah. That's the purest sense of that desire. I just mm. didn't know it until He chiseled away everything else and brought it out. And it's the same for you. You know, wherever you are, wherever someone is right now, mm. God's put a desire in your heart that is so heavy for Him for what He wants for you. That you feel unfulfilled where you mm. are, and you wonder if he sees and cares, but he does. He's working behind the scenes, but he first yeah. wants you to believe that he's working yeah. behind the scenes on your behalf.
1: Yeah. He sees and cares. Because when that phone call came, I was I was still in that in that job, and mm. it w- when he called, it was a uh, it was out of nowhere, like it way off of left field. And that sometimes that's just kind of how the Lord works. And like you said, he he was working on my character in that in that place. Mm. Um, and little did I know behind the scenes. Um, as I was saying, Do you see and do you care? And working through that, like he was he was already working way down the road and putting things together um, that I didn't even see. And so yeah. but Man amazing. Yeah. Um,
0: let's go ahead and do some adoration. Yeah. You know, guy we we know first off, just anybody out there listening, just That God sees and that He cares, that He sees where you are, that He knows what you feel like you're going through right now, what you're going through right now, that the Lord is pulling out that deep desire inside of you, that dream, that that thing He's put there. It's not going to get the life sucked out of it. It's not Mm going to get all the oxygen taken out. Um, You're in a place right now that's a good place. Um, you're, you're in that cleft of the rock, whether you know it or not. You're yeah. in that spot where the Lord is reminding you that He sees and He cares, and He wants to just drill that aspect of His character deep into your heart and deep into your soul. So no matter where you are, if you're in Egypt or if you're in the promised land, you're able to stop and say, God sees and He cares about me. And He is working on my behalf. He's behind the scenes, um, orchestrating His better-than-plan for me, even when I can't see it. Uh, he's putting me on the hearts of others because I've always—he's always been on your heart, um, on the Lord's heart. You've always been on His heart. So yeah. we're going to go ahead and just do some adoration. Um,
1: Tyler, why don't you open us up, bro? Yeah, Father, we look to you and come to you today as the God that sees and cares. We say that you are um, intricately acquainted with our situation; that you are um, in the details of our lives that you see us, that you see um, in the midst of the chaos and the confusion that might be around us, but you see through that and you see us, you see our heart, you see the desires of our heart. Mm -hmm. You are the one that created our inmost being. Our frame is not hidden from you. Mm -hmm. We say, how vast are the thoughts that you have about us. Mm -hmm. We love you, Jesus. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, Lord, I love you for being the God who sees and cares. You know, even in my darkest hours and in the anguish, and when my heart feels so heavy that I can barely breathe, I know that you have not turned away from me or removed your love. Just like it says in Psalm 66, like the story of Hagar that we were just talking about in Genesis. Lord, I, I have never been forgotten or overlooked by you because you always remember your covenant with me, Lord. You are affectionately watchful over my life. Mm. And today, God, we just adore you so much for being the God who sees and who cares about every intimate detail of our lives, God. We adore you today, Father, and we bless you, Jesus, as the God who sees and cares. Mm. So anyways, that's it. I'm Stephen McWhorter and Tyler Howes. I always overemphasize (laughs) this. All right, well, y'all have an amazing week, y'all. That's definitely we are in Kentucky. Mm. That's right. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in the Iron Belt Ministries podcast. Have a great week.